Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Dual Vision Podcast. I am your co-host, Devin Jackson, joined by my twin brother and co-host, Dominic Jackson. Dom, what's up? It's been a couple of weeks since we last did an episode. How you doing? How was your week? What's up, bro? Um, I'm good. You know, it was a pretty cool week. Can't even complain. Um, you know, a lot of a sh- lot of S word going on. You know, a lot of shit going on as far as like the election and uh, working and trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be our next president. So, you know, it was definitely one of those long weeks for sure. How was your week, though? Yeah, long week here as well. Uh, I worked six out of the seven days this week. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, November 8th. But yeah, I worked six out of seven days this week. I helped with election coverage. Pennsylvania was a swing state. So a lot of important coverage that we had to do um, over the couple of days that it took to count votes and, and everything that's going on. And, um, you know, just, just trying to manage that and, and just trying to be sane and, and be awake and, and not too tired. I mean, it, it's just been a long week, so I'm looking forward to my two-day weekend coming up, but uh, got a lot of discuss today. And obviously, <clears throat> like you just mentioned your last point, uh, we've been waiting for a president to be named. It's been since Tuesday, uh, you know, Wednesday was counting votes. A lot of states still needed to uh, by, but by Thursday it was down to really a couple of states, Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. As some of the only states, uh, some turned out that Georgia was a, actually a swing state in this election uh, that we'll talk about in just a minute. But came down to those three states. And then uh, once, you know, Pennsylvania was called and that pretty much sealed the uh, victory, uh, according to a lot of uh, sources um, with the AP, CNN, uh, basically every major news coverage channel uh, has announced that Joe Biden is going to be our new president. So President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris uh, will be taking over the White House in January, assuming that, you know, once things hit legal action uh, within the next couple of weeks and months, uh, it will be upheld. But uh, as of right now, uh, we have President-elect Joe Biden. Uh, Dom, when you hear that, uh, what are your immediate thoughts and, and reactions to hearing that? Um, My immediate reaction was, wow, like we're actually getting... Trump out of office. Um, I think over these last four years, I mean, everybody can thoroughly agree it's been a it's been a hellhole. Um, I mean, just even with the pandemic, it's just like, you know, he definitely just didn't handle it at all. Um, we could have definitely avoided having a pandemic for 2020, but you know, eventually, essentially. When you do stuff all the time and it starts taking a toll on people, at some point they're just gonna turn their back on you. And you know, as a president, you're supposed to have the, the people's best interests. And he it just didn't seem like he did at all. And um, you know, and it showed, especially in Georgia, you know, and Pennsylvania. Like that's usually more of like a a Republican state, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it just shows you, you know, when you're not doing right for the American people, then, you know, they're going to put you out of office. So, 
like I said, with everybody voting for Biden, you know, they just want to change. It was time for change, you know. Nobody wanted to go another four years dealing with the, dealing with Trump. It's just simple as that. Um, but just hearing that, you know, we're gonna have a a black female for a vice president, you know, that's definitely like that's definitely one for the books. That's history right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm definitely glad I was there to witness that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's pretty cool to see that. You know, she went to HBCU um, and she represents black black people. So it's, it's really dope to see, you know, it's dope to see a female in in a, a high, high power, I should say, because I feel like a lot of females should, you know, be in power. Um, so. But hearing that, though, it, it's time for change, though, we needed it. It was time and. You know, 74 million people voted for Biden. So it was time, though, for sure. Um, what were your thoughts on it and how you feel about it? Yeah, uh, for me personally, um, it was it was a crazy day yesterday on Saturday. Uh, a lot of election coverage. Uh, and, and then with the announcement right around 1130 a.m. that uh, Biden would be the next president. I think that was uh, a lot to kind of take in all at once. Obviously, I had to get it out there for the masses uh, for my station because on the weekends I am in charge of content. Uh, but sitting back and thinking about it, I think, you know, it's, it's yet another historical election. Uh, it was the most votes that a president elect has ever had in, in an election, which is impressive. Um, and then, you know, adding the fact that we have our first ever, uh, you know, black female vice president. Uh, I think that also is different as well. A lot of people, you know, a lot of older people, especially too, when President, former President Obama uh, was elected into office in 2008, you know, that was a historical moment for the uh, first Black person to ever hold that seat. But now that we have the first woman, Black, fe black female in office, uh, I think that's even bigger. You know, she is a HBCU grad. Howard University, um, someone that is very well respected, uh, especially in, you know, not only in HBCU, but she's also uh, in AKA uh, as well. So uh, she's a part of a, you know, historically black sorority. So, you know, adding all that in into, um, into context, it, it really just shows that, you know, this, this country, it is, it was time for change. And, you know, obviously the work isn't finished and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but, you know, the work obviously isn't finished, but it's a start, you know, it's a start for something new, something, something fresh, uh, something that, um, you know, we all needed, we all needed kind of a refresh and, you know, everything going on with the pandemic, everything going on with, um, you know, just over the last four years, you know, kind of the things we've seen, the same things we dealt with, I think that, this was an important moment for, for people to go out and vote uh, and they made their voices heard. And that's the duty of, of, of American people that if we want change, if we want, you know, a difference, especially in the White House, we gotta uh, make our voices heard on election day. And obviously there has been a lot, a lot to make about the mail-in ballots, uh, especially in the swing states, a lot of, um, pushback has, has been brought about, especially with the election, 
not exactly coming to a conclusion yesterday, but coming to a halt in, in naming a winner. You know, a lot of people are questioning the process. And the thing is that that is key here is that we knew that it was going to be mail-in ballots based on the pandemic. This isn't something new. This is something that has been discussed really since the pandemic really took shape over the summer and, and really uh, ravaged a lot of the United States, uh, you know, territory. So uh, obviously that's going to be one of the things that people highlight in this election that mail-in ballots and people are saying that a lot of invalid ballots and that all the ballots weren't counted fairly and correctly. But at the end, but at the end of the day, we knew this was coming. We knew that we were gonna have a, a ton of mail-in ballots a lot of states had to adjust and hire more workers. And we knew this is gonna take a long time. Um, Pennsylvania traditionally takes a while to count their votes and you add in the mail-in ballots. That is why we had to wait till Saturday morning for them to be able to name a winner. And then, you know, you also look at Nevada who has also been a state known for counting votes slowly. So at the end of the day, I, I get that people wanted the result immediately on November 3rd on that date. And they wanted the results quick and quick and fast. But at the end of the day, you got to make sure that every vote is counted. And I think that was the most important thing to take away, um, that every vote did get counted or is still in the process of getting counted. And that is the most important thing here. I, I don't want people to kind of get confused with, you know, talking about, you know, the votes weren't legal and, and all the things that the, you know, the, former now former president trump um, has said in in the allegation that he's brought about but at the end of the day the votes were legal they were counted correctly and you know obviously they didn't get the result they wanted but you can't unless you have proof that there were the votes were improperly counted then i, I don't want you claiming that this was not a fair election because it, it certainly was and um, I mean, if we want to talk about fair elections, I mean, we have to talk about the voter suppression that's happened over the number of years. You know, obviously in Georgia, you know, where you uh, live at and our family lives at, it's had a ton of voter suppression over the years. So the fact that now, you know, with everything going on, they're trying to say that, you know, the votes weren't legitimate or they weren't counted correctly, I think it's just... Uh, very, very unprofessional and, and very like this campaign to point the finger elsewhere when at the end of the day, you know, you lost the presidency. So that, that's kind of my encompassing thoughts um, uh, of the election um, and, and what happened with it and, and kind of everything that goes with it. But uh, I do want to get your opinion on you know, hearing these allegations that, you know, uh, President Trump and, and others have brought upon upon saying that, you know, the votes were illegal um, and, you know, they weren't counted correctly or, or a, a variety of other things. What are your thoughts on on them trying to claim that? It's funny he says that, you know, this, uh, that the mail-in ballots and stuff were like cheating and stuff like that, but did he say that in 2016? Um, come on, I, he, he stole that election. Clearly he was not supposed to win that election. 
But of course he had, you know, people do his work for him and, you know, he won that election, which I'm not sure how, because he, he doesn't, he doesn't have no knowledge of anything about, you know, politics and stuff like that, but he's just a businessman. So I'm assuming, you know, everybody just want to jump on the bandwagon and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, you wasn't saying none of this in 2016. Now, now that you lost, now you want to claim that it was cheating. Not, I'm not really sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really understanding that, but I'm not really surprised though. You know, this whole Trump, this whole Trump campaign has been terrible. Like it has nothing. It has nothing. It has been nothing but lies. He just been making up stuff. It's been, like I said, 84 years been some shit, literally. Like, it's crazy. Like, just to see where we were in 2016 and look at where we at now, I mean, goodness gracious, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. We're in, we're, oh, by the way, we're still in a pandemic, you know, it, it hasn't went away. Still in a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? So even, you know what I'm saying, just with him just, tweeting like i've never seen a president tweet every single day like you're supposed to be focused on making um quote unquote making america great again but you tweeting every day worrying about other things like i never really understood that you know what i'm saying but he out of office he can't do nothing about it now because you know the the, the people have spoken america has spoken we don't want this no more. And, you know, it just, it just cutting clear what he he's allowed and what he didn't allow. He allowed racists to be racist, to be honest. I mean, he gave them, he pretty much gave them a, 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 a free, a free gate or a free will to, you know what I'm saying? Really show what they really are. And all oh, these last four years, you've seen, you've seen a lot of people really show their true colors. So, you know, it's just been it's been a while four years, and it's just time for brother go pack his pack his bags and go, man. Go on, you know what I'm saying? Lead the country like you said you was. You said if Biden win, you leaving this country. Well, hey, do what you got to do, bro. But it, it was just time, though, man. It was just we just fed up at this point, and you know, just the way he led this can his campaign. You know what I'm saying? Just attacking, attacking Joe Biden throughout that whole um, re-election thing is just—it's crazy. But he lost. He lost fair and square. So there's no cheating or allegations going on or any of that. Mail-in ballots are mail-in ballots. Nobody want to stand in line all day for three to four hours. So people mailed in their ballots. And plus, it's, it's better to do that during a pandemic. You don't want to get nobody sick. Nobody want to get sick standing in line trying to vote. So they just did the mail-in ballot. So I think it's just sad that he's just claiming these allegations. But I'm not really surprised at this point. But yeah, it is what it is, though. He lost. It is what it is. So we're going to move on from there. Because like I said, I'm unhappy, you know, with the fact that we have Joe Biden as president, you know, but, you know, we're going to definitely keep our, our foot down and neck on him as well. You know what I'm saying? To make change and to make sure we, you know, he does what he says. Cause you know, we're not going to let no more presidents, you know, step over us, 
tell us what they're going to do and then don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Joe Biden got to do his thing. You know what I'm saying? We just going to, whatever you say, he got to do it and we're going to back him up. So it's just plain as simple as that. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, that's exactly what I was going to head to next. You know, uh, obviously that we have in the office now, it's about holding him accountable and uh, getting things done we want done. Uh, and, you know, it starts with, you know, the way uh, policing is ran. Uh, that's still a big issue uh, with, you know, obviously the pandemic. We need to get that under control first before anything. But uh, we got to we got to figure out, you know, uh, race relations as well, uh, especially with the police force and and just in general, because that is something that this country continues to struggle with. Um, and then, you know, getting more of our out of our elected officials, you know, talking to our congressmen and women uh, and holding them accountable as well. There's no reason Mitch McConnell, um, the South Carolina senator, all, all those senators that continue to get reelected, uh, that they're still here in the House of Representatives and Senate, and they're not doing anything. So we need to hold them accountable as well and make sure that our voices are being heard and that we are truly pushing for change. Because I think that's an underrated part of this process, the fact that, you know, we have elected officials not really making a difference. They're basically taking a salary and not, you know, putting where, uh, you know, putting for change and, and listening to their people and, and doing what the people elect them to do. So we have way too many gridlocks in, in the House and Senate, uh, especially when bills are getting passed. And, and we may have that again, depending on who controls the Senate. We have a couple of runoffs uh, in January, uh, one in Georgia as well, between uh, Purdue and Ozhoff. So we we hope that it, it goes in a favor and, and we continue to see change. Um, I think that's the, the most important thing out of all of this is that we have to continue to push for change. We have to continue to push to have our voices heard and, and get things done. It, it can't just be about electing someone new. It, it, now the real work starts and I think people are ready to do so uh, more than ever. I think that this is the time for people to uh, really, you know, like you said, keep the pressure on them and, and make sure that they do exactly what they need to do. So that that's all I have to say really about the topic and, and just about today. And I think that's the focus of today and obviously on everyone's mind. So I think that's the most important thing to take away from today. So we got for you today on the dual vision podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, follow me at real D underscore Jackson, uh, Dominic at, at underscore Dominic Jackson. Um, and we will continue to bring you more content and uh, going to leave you with uh, continue to wear a mask. Uh, obviously we said, you know, go out and vote and you guys did so. Uh, we're proud to say, you know, that we, you guys make your voices heard as well as we did. Um, but wear a mask and, and continue to follow social distancing pro, uh, protocols because, it, you know, it's not over yet. It's just the beginning. And, you know, it's the numbers have been going up and up. So we got to really stay disciplined in doing that. Yeah, and also be safe out here. You know, we got a lot of Trump supporters who mad right now. Y'all please stay safe out here. Um, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you know your areas, your surroundings, and, you know, just stay safe, you know. Apparently they mad and they want to do stuff to the people. So, y'all make sure y'all stay okay, stay safe out here, man. Real talk.
Yeah, I definitely echoed that as well. But that's all we got for you guys today. Uh, Y'all have a safe and prosperous week, and we'll uh, be back again next week. See you guys. Yes, sir.